they don't have lots of money, they don't drive cool cars, they don't own their own businesses, they've never invented anything, and they're white. They are the most uninteresting man in the world. Hey everyone, sorry for the hiatus, but uh, really glad to see my friend Corey over Zoom. How are you doing, Corey? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, alone. <laughs> I'm alone. But not today, because uh, we have some fun special guests, which is fun. But we'll bring them on here in a little bit. Let's get through some fun, exciting uh, stuff up front, because we have some new information to share with our listeners, especially yes, we- those that have uh, blasted us up to the top of the charts. We do. We do. Number one, uh, we are big time in Sri Lanka. Uh, I, I So we subscribe to this thing called Chartable. Not subscribe. It's just a thing you put your name in and it sure. tracks, it tracks you on the charts and gives you analytics every day. And at one point we were, our last episode with Mario Mendoza, if you haven't listened, mm. you should check it out. It was really fun, really good. Um, got us up to number 53 on the Apple Podcasts for Society and Culture in Sri Lanka. So really wow. specific category only on iTunes were number 53. We're 53? I thought you well, said 52 not, in the oh, text. Oh, maybe it's 52. But now oh. actually we're like 80-something. It's gone oh, down. Snakes. Well, <laughs> so, but hey, if you're listening in Sri Lanka, we love you. Thank you. Ho- hopefully today's guest will uh, bring us back up. So yeah, hopefully we'll, into the forties. Yeah, we'll 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 bump back up. I think so. We're we'll, big time in Sri Lanka. Um, as always, you can support us and help us to try to rise in all the charts by uh, following us on Instagram at the Most Uninteresting Men on Twitter at mupcastitw. You can join our Facebook group as well and uh, let us know what you want us to talk about, who you want us to talk to, and um, yeah, where where can people not find us though, Colin? Uh, yeah, well, I was actually thinking about that, and you know. The, the biggest thing outside of kind of news and commercials are these uh, protests at state houses. And mm. I have made the conscious decision not to advertise um, at those conventions. So you won't see any signs being held uh, on our behalf at state houses protesting masks. Yeah, but that might be, that's a good idea, though. If you are a mass <laughs> protester, maybe you should hold sure. up a sign well, for, to listen well, to our podcast. Last episode with Mr. Mendoza, I said that we weren't going to make masks. Oh, so yeah. I don't want to be a conflicting interest where people have uh, the MUPcast ITW hashtag mm-hmm. on a mask while they're also protesting with protest signs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A little conflict of interest. So uh, we're not going to support either side. Wear a mask, <laughs> though. There we go. Okay. Um, one thing I do, actually, I'll wait to bring this up because I think our, our guests are so wonderful that we need to bring them in. And as mm. people know, and we didn't say this yet, but we are the most uninteresting men in the world. We are not interesting, but our wives are interesting. And today... Yeah, we lucked out. We married up. We Yeah, big time. Today, we, uh, we are going to have our wives on the show with us. Since we're both at home and we're around them all the time, why not? Just bring them in. Bring them into the next Let's one. spend more time with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they know us better than anybody, so this is perfect. So and True. they and they, you know, they can hold their own. They they don't pull punches. It's perfect. Uh, so, I don't know. We should have like a little uh, couples game, Corey, where uh, you and I are on a team because I'm pretty sure we would probably <laughs> beat them. We know uh, a lot of we know a lot of weird facts about each other, don't you think? Yeah, that's true. I don't know though, Courtney. Courtney kind of knows everything. I think. So why don't you introduce your wife, and I'll introduce mine. 
Well, I'm excited to uh, bring on my wife, Amy. We've been married for 12 years, and this is our first podcast together. So, mm. <laughs> Amy's shaking her head about that <laughs> that date. Is it 12 years or a different different amount? It's 11 years. 11 years. Okay. Well, time out. Hold up. This is a this is an ongoing argument for the last 12 years because <laughs> the way that I attribute anniversary dates is uh, how Koreans. Um, age their babies where no. Koreans when they're born they start as one no that's not how okay not just how anniversary dates hold, work stop it this I'm a college educated male and I can explain like you, what I have to thank say you for your wisdom <laughs> and for Fake ending news. our debate ending our debate yeah, our debate right. is now well, ended by that whatever there's okay. no there's no uh, morality in dates <laughs> so I can be right too Whatever. Uh, okay. Well, let me introduce my wife. Um, my wife is super awesome, super wonderful. She and I have been married for, we're going to be married for 16 years this summer on August 13th, uh, in case anybody wants to send us an anniversary present. And um, yeah, like I said, she's a person that will pull no punches. She likes to tell me how it is. She, When she does listen to episodes of the show, she does a great job of telling me all the things we could have done better. Um, so I'm excited to have her on once again. Our last episode that she was on did very well. So I think it's going to be exciting. And to have both of our wives together, it's going to be awesome. So mm-hmm. welcome to the show, Courtney Huffman and Amy Lyons. Woo! Woo. You should put applause right here. Uh, okay, so the first the first thing I want to mention, because I was just about to mention it, but I figure since Amy's in the room, she should be a part of this. Last episode, we interviewed Mario Mendoza. Ultra Runner. It was really fun, really good. But during that episode, this is a little behind-the-scenes fact that, you know, if you're one of our Patreon supporters, you would know this already. Probably. Oh, this is embarrassing. Uh, but you guys had an unexpected visitor in your house while we were recording. Did you not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not oh, I, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, so uh, I'm recording with uh, Mr. Mendoza, and my wife is what? What are you doing while we're recording? Okay, this is not a usual thing. It's really... Really rare. Usual in the sense that it's only like once every two months. No. <laughs> but anyway, so I was putting the kids to bed. We have two kids. And um, our cat was freaking out, which she does sometimes. But I went over and, oh my gosh, she saw a mouse that was stuck behind our dresser. So then I like called for the kids like, go get a bowl. And so we are trying to catch a mouse right on the other side of the door when you guys were podcasting. And then we actually had to open up the door and take the mouse and the cat out past where you were recording. It would have been a much cooler story if if we weren't doing podcasts, but instead like I was interviewed for like CNN or something (laughs) because where I was sitting during the podcast is where Amy's sitting right now. So you have like a great view of the door. And so they like caught the mouse and they're holding it and it's like <laughs> Amy runs out and the kids are like tiptoeing through yeah but you didn't watch them. your computer your computer was on the other side though so we couldn't see all that or I couldn't see all that yeah well that's true but I'm just saying I was sitting there but it would have been cool if, it would have uh, been a viral movie had, yeah it, it would have been great it would have been really embarrassing to have that as our 10 seconds of fame uh, tough so luck but go. the cat ripped its head off and all's well so awesome wow. it was such a cute tiny little mouse but I'm glad it's not in our house anymore yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. I just want to give people a little behind the scenes because mm. I was seeing it while you were muted and I had no idea what the heck was happening until we finished recording. And you're like, no. you know, I was muted. So just a mouse, <laughs> just a mouse. Okay. Uh, Courtney and Amy, how are you guys doing? How are you holding up? 
Should should we talk about like who we are besides your wives? Uh, sure. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Great idea. Give, give the listeners some context. Yeah. I mean, I could introduce you, Courtney, but <laughs> oh, that's all we should have done. We should have had you guys introduce each other. Yeah, that's true. You still need an intro to be. Yeah. So, okay. So, Courtney and Amy, Courtney, since you brought that up, tell us a little bit about yourself for our listeners, and then Amy, we'd love for you to share as well who you are. I think it's just helpful to have identities beyond. Your spouse. Just our wives? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's Um, how I introduce myself all the time. I'm calling on Mamie's husband. (laughs) That's my only redeeming quality anymore. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I work at the University of Oregon in development, advancement development, and I am recently um, doing communications work in development. And so... Development is fundraising for scholarships and student athletes and the arts and sciences and all things university related. So I do a lot of communications marketing towards donors to fundraise money for the university. Including a little bit of graphic design because you're also, Courtney is also an excellent graphic designer and though that's not your main role, you do a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But then, and then I'm um, a mom and a wife and... I think that's all my identities right now because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So we no. can probably break it down more. But, <laughs> There's but more. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get to that. So, Courtney, I never she- thought to ask you. So I went to the U of O for my undergrad and graduate degrees. Can is it possible to take my name off the the letter of giving money to the U of O? I just don't have any money to give. You can unsubscribe. <gasps> can you just do that for me? I don't she, think I can. She doesn't work I mean, for I the could. Alumni Association. No, well, no, I technically. It's like a conflict of interest, maybe. Okay. No, I That's... technically probably could, but you can just in your emails you can unsubscribe. I love I love the U of O. It's just uh, it's just a bad time for me. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's face. Uh, Amy, oh let's goodness. hear from you. Tell us tell us a little bit about who is Amy Lyons. Okay, but I do have to add something to Courtney because Courtney is an amazing cook. She. Yes. Never once have we gone over to their house, and we have gone over to their house a lot. Never once have I had something bad. It's it's always good. Amen. So yeah, she's got. That's true. You are a great cook. Every time we go to your house, you always feed our kids great. And whenever you come to our house, we just feed your kids like macaroni and cheese. No, you don't. Don't we? <laughs> no. Pizza. Oh, sorry. Burrito. You guys make burritos and yum bowls. And oh yeah, that's true. You come over for yum bowls a lot. That's great. But that's good all the time. We've had a lot of, we've had like chili. Was that chili? Oh, yeah. You, no, you guys have done fine yeah. when we come over. It's been good. And you, oh, that's yeah, good. It's been good. That's on We have no complaints. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I will sleep in the other room tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this is a tip for you listeners. Don't, don't automatically start comparing your wife to other wives and <laughs> stuff. But do Courtney that. is phenomenal. Um, I am. Um, a health aide at the same middle school that Colin works at. And um, that means that I give students medication. I help them when they're sick. I advocate for them uh, when they need advocacy, um, when it pertains to mental health or physical health. Uh, Talk about periods a lot with my students and um, a lot of other things. With with both genders or... Uh, usually, well, this is the thing, what gender they identify with, what gender they're born with and what gender their parents recognize can be all separate things. So middle school is very fluid. 
yeah. as it has always been, but more so now. Yeah. Um, so that's a hard question to answer, actually. Um, and then I'm also a mother of two kids. And, and she just taught herself to crochet, and she's very good at it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And we know what your guys' Christmas presents are going to be this year. Woo. Crochet hooks? <laughs> no, what we're going to be giving. Oh, That's what he's saying. <laughs> I thought you were, what you were going to get me. No, Amy's going to crochet something for you and for your kids. Yeah, that's probably true. She uh, crocheted a, well, her first practice thing, which was actually really great. She was just kind of practicing learning, and then it turned out to look like kind of a cape. And so our daughter was exceptionally excited that it was a cape that, that Amy had, no, wait, had let me... thought to crochet a cape and mm-hmm. gave it to her little uh, stuffed animal Yeah, dog. I was going to say... Pare it down because it's not like a cape for a my cape. child. Yeah. It was a tiny little cape that was supposed to be a straight or a rectangular thing, and I couldn't do it that way. Yeah, it's still cute. But, but nice. She she loved it. Yeah. Uh, a fun fact about Amy for our listeners is that well, not just Amy, but Colin and I both met Amy at the same time mm-hmm. when we were on a camp program team together. So we did all the skits and all the fun events and everything. And um, that's how Amy and Colin fell in love. And I was there. Mm-hmm. I remember meeting Amy for the first time, and you stayed at our house. Yes. <laughs> stayed. <laughs> quotes. Air quotes. But I remember you gave us a gift, and it was, uh, I think it was soap, soap from um, Saturday Market here in Eugene when you were visiting. And it was called Dragon Blood, and we had it for the longest time. It's just really? a random we, thought. Yeah. We did eventually use it in Colorado, I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh. It was good soap. But, it's good. I was going to say, it didn't give you any, like... <laughs> rashes or anything no, like from that. Saturday good, market. Good, it's from Saturday Market. It's natural. I know. Natural. It's amazing. Amazing. Man, that Saturday Market, now I'm quite accustomed to it after being in Eugene for several years. But I do have to say that was such a cultural experience for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. was <laughs> surprising. Amy, Amy lived in the, uh, the hoity-toity golf club section oh, of the world. No, <laughs> not at all. But definitely not Eugene... Dancing was not what I was make ex- drumming. <laughs> no, right, well, or yes, the Eugene. mushrooms, or the marijuana, or you know, there were a few things. Or no bras were not really <laughs> something I was I, familiar with. I don't think we've been back to the Saturday market since we've been back in Eugene. So it's we been like not. ten. Oh, really? Years or eleven years since we've been. We've got to yeah. go once it's we open went, again. So we went a couple years ago when we got back from Germany to take the kids, but um, we didn't do any dancing that time. The first time I took Amy on our little pseudo non-date date just to get her out of your house was um, I we we danced with the hippies. And it oh was well, a actually, I just oh that's true. I danced. Amy crumply. laughed at the corner <laughs> because I was like, "What in the world is going on? This is not for." This is not for real. Yeah, well, I Eugene even asked Hippie. him. I was like, "Are they being serious?" He's like, "Uh, yeah." Eugene dancing is made for me. I got these long, gangly arms. It's like perfect for my body yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, you hippie dancing is right up your alley. I think. Yeah. Uh, wait, well, before, wait. To, can I say to give you a visual image, just in case you're not <laughs> yes, familiar please. with it? You know those inflatable little men that <laughs> oh fly my God. and like, yeah. you know, like say, "Come buy something from us." That is like the epitome of yeah. Eugene dancing. Except for not and jerky. Colin and Colin dancing. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. You just Cor- move your arms like the the yeah inflatable car sales guys. Yeah. Courtney gets incredibly creeped out by those no, love guys. No, I I don't anymore. When they first were around, I just they really bothered me. Like like inside, I was like, oh. So <laughs> Wait, the inflatables. Now, 
Yeah. No, the like the ones that like kind of go up and down because it has a fan and it's a long tube and it's like the wiggly yeah. arms. Mm. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, they play now. Those. Now it's whatever. Our, our kids like to whenever they see them, they're like, "Mom, it's your boyfriend." <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, so you guys are both. Before, we're going to talk a little bit about some COVID stuff, but that doesn't have sure. to be our whole our whole show. But I think one thing that you know happened not too long ago was Mother's Day. You both are mothers. Um, I think it'd be good to spend just a minute and talk about your your Mother's Day. How was Corey, you know? And, and this Corey, is this is you, also COVID COVID. Why you got to throw me under the bus like that, man? <laughs> you know. Colin, it's you good. You didn't it's even put it on the thing. Come on, it's I on wasn't there. Ready for it this. says Mother's Day reflections on oh, my list. Shoot. Sorry, if you did a crappy job, you've got. A, <laughs> this is a good place to apologize. Hey, a wise friend of ours would say Father's Day is only as good as Mother's Day. Ooh, yeah. Who's that wise friend? Don Talley. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. Uh, and we had a good time. What did we do, Amy? Did oh. Amy? Did you have a good time? Oh yes. Yeah, because I was with my family, so, you know, that was great. Um, <laughs> I They surprised me with a, with a meal, and usually they make it, but Colin went to Addie's Diner, which is a That's fantastic place. place. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I got an Addie's Diner cinnamon roll, which was so good. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it was really good. And That's the kids good. got the kids got a giant pancake, which made them super happy. And Colin got biscuits and gravy, which made him Ooh, yeah. super happy. So everyone was thrilled. It was, was good because really awesome. she had she had opened just a couple days earlier. She was closed for a while, uh, despite in Oregon restaurants could be open for takeout, but she was closed for a while, and then she opened up just in time. I'm sure for Mother's Day, and so it was great. Yeah. Did you guys just hang out? Did you do anything? Well, they gave me a Gerber Daisy, which I love which I still need to plant, but it is beautiful. And uh, gardening shears, which is wonderful. And then the kids made me some fancy cards. Like Caden wrote me a whole poem and like decorated it and spent a lot of time on it. And then Annie made me a couple different cards and like had been working on it all week long. I wasn't allowed to like go around her art space like all week because she's like, no, mom, it's Mother's Day coming up. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah, was, we did some gardening, took a walk. Not yeah. much you can do. <laughs> no, it was great. It was it was wonderful. How was your mother's we, Oh, wait, wait. I do have to say, sorry, sorry. I forgot. And then we went to Colin's mom's house and um, dropped off a plant for her. Mm. And so that was fun to That's true. That was nice, too. Patty, too. Yeah. Hey, we dropped off the plant at my mom's, too. Yeah, we did. Um, my mother's day was good. I slept in. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew yeah. if I got out of bed before coffee was delivered to me, there would be tears from children, mm-hmm. and so I stayed in bed. Good choice. And I watched uh, CBS Sunday morning on my laptop, and Chloe made me a pour-over, which she is perfecting. Um, wow. Yeah, and then they made German pancakes for me, which Clo- is more Chloe that really pushed this because Corey, I think when... I was a little intimidated at the idea of making it, but yeah. it was actually a lot easier than I... I, I liked because uh, you were out the night before, mm-hmm. and I was putting the kids to bed, and Chloe's like, Mom, Dad doesn't want to make you German pancakes because they're too hard. Will you tell him he has to make them? I'll do it all by myself. <laughs> so I... That's awesome. I kind Way of... Yeah, go. so she pushed it, but I prepped Corey and told him how easy it was. But yeah, we did that, and then we went to see your mom and hang out for a little bit and then came home and you gave we had a uh, ribs 
You made ribs. Ooh. Yeah. Um, well, we the main main present was which is Father's Day and Mother's Day present is we got a Traeger smoker yeah. from Costco. Costco. So that was our first big thing we did on it. So we yeah. did baby back ribs. They were pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, I did miss out. Okay, so for so many years, Corey would, um, because we've been so poor, <laughs> he would like, there would just not be money around Mother's Day. So he'd give me like a massage and he, yeah. like it was like tradition. And so then we, like it, the last couple of years we've joked like, oh, don't get me a massage. You have to give me a massage. It's tradition. Yeah. But I didn't get my Mother's Day massage this year. Oh, so. hey, there's still time. You know what? Tonight. Oh, I, I remember. Don't you worry. It just needs good. to happen before Father's Day. <laughs> That's good. You've got to make one of those cute little like coupon books that we all made in kindergarten. Well, Cor- yeah. Chloe did like a foot bath and oh, like yeah. foot massage That's right. and stuff. Chloe, we did like oh. a little foot massage bath and she gave me like a very light <laughs> massage, but she painted my toenails and she did a great oh, job. Very nice. <gasps> so I was kind of awesome. hoping I was kind of hoping that would that would do the trick and, you know, count as your massage, but mm. apparently it wasn't quite the whole deal so i feel like you're providing pushback like you don't like giving massages maybe this is too personal but no it's not personal courtney like it's just you know you have to be like people that have like rock climber hands Mm. you know she likes like when you squeeze her shoulders you gotta squeeze really really hard so it's like after three minutes my hands are tired and my fingers are tired she's like a little bit harder. Come on, get in there and yeah. And so you have to work like, out, work yes. out, so it, that you can give. You know what? We, it you, is a workout. Corey, you remember that dude we we worked with for a minute named Carl, and his yes. like big bear hands. Carl. Yes. Carl. Oh, Carl. He <laughs> uh, he gave the be best a, back ribs. I know. He yeah. Well, great. it's always Cor- awkward to have somebody else's husband massage you. Yeah. Well, Courtney's sister Riley, she was kind of going toward that, so she's learned mm-hmm. some. Or didn't she kind of no, want to? No, but oh. she just has always she been naturally knows. good, and she has strong hands. Mm. So, uh, yeah, she does a lot of massaging when she comes over. So, yeah. <clears throat> anyways, well, yeah, so we got a trigger. So we'll have to have you over at some point and barbecue mm. something. In six oh. months. That's great. I'm looking forward we'll, to it. We'll be thrilled to participate in that. You'll be grilled or thrilled? What did you say? Thrilled. Oh, thrilled. Thrilled. Okay. Sorry. Okay. We'll be thrilled. Grilled is good, though. We'll oh, have yeah. a smoking time, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, podcast over. See you later. <laughs> I can't wait to meet you. All right. Hey, I wanted to ask you guys, though, real yeah. quick, if we if we can transition a little bit to, to changes and stuff like that. Sure. I'm sure Corey, Corey's in the same boat as me, probably a little bit more, because I know it's more of a hobby of his than mine. But I'm really kind of bummed out that I don't have any sports to watch, and that's like a big kind of um so is courtney empty time waster of mine that i really enjoyed what is like the thing that that culturally is affecting you while everybody's at home like what's the thing that's really kind of it doesn't have to be putting you down i suppose but what's just that one thing i'll just throw mine first because we'll just get it out of the way why i thought it would be sports well sports but specifically you know duck probably sports right now but thinking about duck football in the fall and, and already knowing that September is not going to have any fans watching games. Yeah. Knowing we were going to be playing Ohio State at home and thinking about our friends that we know, having their team come and experience Autzen. Oh, like that one, when I heard that one fully, I was like, ooh, that, mm. one, that one hurt a little bit. Not knowing the future of, of the Oregon Ducks football. I'm kind of like, I, I miss sports in general, but yeah, that one hurt. What about you guys, Courtney? Um, I, I I think, I mean, just something that I'm (laughs) sad about because of it. It's not like a, 
I mean, a cultural thing per se, but um, our two oldest are fifth graders. And so they're going to be going into middle school and working out of middle school. I am aware of like the transition. It's not rituals, but just like welcoming in the middle schoolers and like just I love seeing their faces as they walk into our building. and They're like, oh, my gosh, it's so big. And so I was excited for my son, even though he doesn't he wouldn't be going to our coming to our school. I was just excited about him going to his new school and like beginning to meet teachers and like just starting to get excited about middle school. And I'm sad that he's going to miss that like special little transition process. You know, Hmm. that's a good one. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm probably along the same lines actually, because, um, just, but mine's probably less about them transitioning to middle school, but transitioning out of elementary school. And that's just sad. Like they had outdoor school, which was canceled, but just all Mm. the like little, like, their school does, um, like on one of the last days, they have the whole school lineup and like they have an outdoor breezeway. And then the fifth graders walk through and they call it the clap out. And, and then they have like graduated seniors from the high school who went to that elementary school come and they do pictures. Yeah. And so it's just stuff like, like it's very small things. And in the big picture, they're not going to remember. I mean, it's not going to be that as significant, but just those little small things to celebrate their accomplishment and also just they're not going to be little kids. And that, I think yeah. that's, is something that's hard. And even Everett being a kindergartner, I know it's silly kindergarten graduation. It's like, Oh, no, you that's know, a big so. deal. Well, actually I never thought about it. that's two graduation. I mean, not graduations. Cause sometimes schools are pretty they're, sticky they're on them, but two yeah. promotion yeah. ceremonies <laughs> that your both of your kids were supposed to have this year. I yeah. forgot that that would, yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. And, and it's also, I mean, obviously it's our children, but, those are the things that a lot of the adults that work with the kids look forward to also, mm-hmm. you know, they yeah. pour so much love and, and learning and just so much growth into those kids. And they love to see those, um, I don't know, hallmark success moments. And, yeah. uh, yeah, it can be really hard for those teachers that have been there for 20 years. And like, this is the thing that they look forward to every year. Like right. I love those fifth graders coming down and the high school, high schoolers coming back and, you know, the flowers and the pomp and circumstance, like that's a hard thing to miss. Yeah. It, it makes me feel for the parents who have high school seniors. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Oh, sure. Like that is just, and yeah. college graduates. And, and college just, graduates. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like that's, yeah. that's cr- a huge loss. One of the crazy we, things, I mean, Amy and I are kind of news junkies, so we just have the radio on all the time. But, um, I mean, our, our daughter's seven and our son is only 10, but it's, it's funny just how much like almost worldly growing up they've done the last few months too, just because they're so aware of this event. Um, It kind of, it's not comparable, but it does remind me of kind of how much quick growth I had when September 11th happened, where Mm -hmm. it was kind of like, wow, this is an adult experience that I'm now conscious of, that I'm aware of. And they're, you know, my daughter's seven and she's very aware of what COVID-19 means for like the world. A part of it's, you know, we live in Germany and so we've, talk to people in Germany and they're doing the same thing. We are nine hours ahead of us in a different culture, different language. And just that connection for a seven-year-old is really unique. And that's kind of, it's kind of a, it's kind of sad to a degree that it's like, she, she's aware of it. You know, she's Mm -hmm. losing a bit of that innocence. Your COVID-19 song probably is super helpful for her to learn about it too. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, um, show notes. Well, actually the, the social distancing one, which I don't know that you've heard yet. That, that one's a little better. Oh, okay. You'll have to share that with me. Yeah. Um, I, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that's with our kids are the same way. Cause just yesterday, um, I like to listen to a lot of different news, current events, pod, pod, 
podcast and one um hmm, the daily oh yeah oh yeah i think they did one for kids and then vox did one like a month ago for kids and so i was like i said oh we should listen to this and chloe's like i don't want to listen to it that's all i hear about is coronavirus and it's so stressful so we talked about how knowledge is power and it can make you feel better because you're equipped with facts but that was just one thing and then everett on monday i think so yeah we were driving i did an order at down to earth to pick up some plants and we were driving and we were talking about coronavirus and he said he said something about um oh you know when is it going to go away and we a little bit talked about the vaccine maybe and i said and he goes well is does coronavirus know where everybody lives is it gonna find us oh man yes it will find you (laughs) he's turned it into a horror film i know it's lurking in the bushes so it's just you know their perception is so different but yet they still hear it and we don't i mean we talk about it a lot but we don't we try not to yeah sure have it consume our lives yeah yeah Yeah, of course yeah well but i mean it is it is hard even if because we've tried to do a, a a good job of not it doesn't dominate our day or anything no. but just the very fact you know i took um the kids to hamlin the local middle school to play on the track in the field and nobody's there you know it's completely silent it's you know and that's just it's just a different feeling than if you normally went there on a thursday afternoon when there's 50 different families out there doing 50 different things yeah well, very eerie. amy yeah you were gonna you were gonna say something Oh, well, I I mean, way back when we were talking about school things that we were missing, um, our school, the the elementary school waits till the end of the year to do all their field trips. And so my kids are really sad about that. But uh, one thing that they're really excited about is their masks that they have, which is such an interesting thing that like, it's it's actually, it was fun. I was scrolling through some pictures today and like I saw the picture of Annie having trying on her first mask and like she's so excited like you can tell in her eyes it's super huge you know <laughs> um and just like how unique this is that those are going to be like pictures that are kind of like keystones for their mm. you know for their growing up is going to be their mask that they have and yeah. they, now they have more than one mask you know well, so they get to choose which one they wear <laughs> when they go out and speaking of masks, Amy's cousin is getting married in August. And so they're kind of like in preparation. They live up in Washington, which initially was a big uh, epicenter of, you know, COVID-19 um, death and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and so Amy's like, well, at this wedding in late August, we'll probably have to wear masks at the at the wedding to, to make sure that, you know, it's not one of these places where there's a bunch of transmission. And so her mom and her are going through all these like fancy wedding masks and they're literally, oh my I, gosh. Amy will correct me. My mom and I, there's are, a woman. It is literally just those no, frilly teenager bras from no. American Eagle where they cut them in half and not. you put it on your face <laughs> as a mask. So it's all this like doily and jewels, bedazzled. $45. Bra cups. Yeah, exactly. It and is correct. For like Amy. weddings. A bra cup. Oh my goodness. No, this that's woman exactly who what they are. wedding dresses. You can try to correct me, but that's what they were. Bridal. <laughs> And bridesmaid and fancy. On our Zoom call, I'm going to click around right now and find and them, fancy, and they will they will side with me. I'm sure. Um, masks, and they're pretty reasonably priced. And so my mom and I had this whole conversation about like, oh, should she get those for her bridesmaids or should she not? And like this whole conversation. And then at one point, I was like, uh, Mom, you're not going to find it on Etsy because I did not find it. On <laughs> yeah, Etsy. look at this one. So, just just this Google one. bras as face mask. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
I don't I'm know sure that. Uh, I don't. I'm I'm on my school computer. I don't know that they want that <laughs> in my search history. But uh, thanks for the suggestion there. <laughs> but uh, my mom and I were looking at silly ones and making fun of them and how ridiculous it was. And then we were talking about these these certain ones and we're like, oh, you know, like maybe we'll get this. And then at one point I stopped and I was like, mom, do you know how weird this conversation is that, you know, like right now we are having a conversation about wearing masks at a wedding. Like a month ago, we would have laughed at the thought of it, you know? Like, oh my gosh. No so way. weird. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the one with the it. eyes, the lady I know. with the eyes. Some of these, man. They're crazy. Oh, oh, it's wow. like a full I- face. Yeah, but this this is the one that I'm talking about. That's yeah. like oh, yeah. straight up one of those like frilly bras from. Anyway, it made oh me. Oh my laugh. gosh. Um, but I don't understand why they keep making these man masks that just say like Mister or whatever. They need to like embroider mustaches. Oh yeah, that's on a good idea. And beards. Like, why don't they do that? That's a normal thing that you would embroider onto a man mask. But they don't. I haven't seen any man masks like that. I don't know. That's weird. Hmm. I heard on a news segment that Netflix, while people are watching it like, you know, exponentially more than they usually do, most people are defaulting to programs they've watched before because it's comforting and they kind of know what is already going to happen. So like the viewership of The Office or um, a lot of those like comedies are like way up compared to a lot of like new documentaries or new movies that Netflix Mm -hmm. is put out are you king. guys well yeah tiger king was at the beginning though and now that it's like yeah. dro- no, you know covid19 is dragging on people want consistency are you guys people who watch stuff you've watched before or are you finding new things because amy and i have defaulted back to a show oh, at the very so beginning good. that we've watched before and yeah, we know we, the outcomes and all that kind of stuff we, well i th- any of the outcomes. i think for us we defaulted to light stuff i mm-hmm. mean I think we were just like, it's hard to gear up for like a super serious or like really dramatic, you know? So we've been, we, we had already started Parks and Rec. We'd never really watched a lot of Parks and Rec before. Oh, yeah. And so we just finished, finally finished the whole mm-hmm. series, which was great. Yeah, oh. which was great. We did start did watching you, a little bit of The Office. And, did you start at season one or did you start at season yeah. two and then go back to season one? Oh, no, season start, one's the worst. We started at season one. We started at oh, the very okay. beginning. Okay, we're purists. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I knew I knew it was good enough that we'd get through. It's just like The Office, like season one's not great, but you know you know it's going to get better. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've kind of done lighter stuff. I mean, we've watched a few movies on like Friday nights. We'll watch a movie or Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. But there's been a handful of times where we wanted to start serious shows that we have you know <laughs> access to, and we're just like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, it's it's a little hard to, in general. I feel like to gear up for certain for new things right now a little bit. Sure, but I know Amy. Move, yeah, Amy still really wants to watch Breaking Bad. Oh, yes, like, I don't know. So, I don't yes. know. This is the right time. <laughs> Do it. But Breaking Bad starts. I will say Breaking Bad starts out not like super light, but it's not nearly as heavy for the first like season. Yeah. And um, have you watched Better? I guess Better Call Saul wouldn't be as good if you haven't watched Breaking Bad. No. Um, which also starts a lot lighter for a couple seasons, but I think if you start with Breaking Bad, you'll get pulled in before it starts getting darker, mm-hmm. and then and then you just can't stop because the so meth good. meth is addicting, man. <laughs> I I will argue. I I would say that Breaking Bad's the best show that's ever been. Like, well, I, I, when, yeah, I mean, a lot of people say that it's it's either that or The Sopranos, which are were both not light shows. No, oh, man. Yeah. 
What's the show you guys have been watching? Oh, West Wing. We watched the West Wing, I love which is the like West a competent Wing. president doing competent things. Oh, I just, and it's such a wonderful I love fantasy. It. Except for that, I we get off like the show ends, and I'm like, oh, man. It's this great show with like wonderful people that work for government, and they're all like caring and wonderful. And it's utopia. They have integrity. Really but yeah. they, they face challenges, like really serious, intense challenges, and of they course. meet them with integrity and courage. And, it's a good show. And they make mistakes. Do you guys have um, uh, access to... Um, oh, yeah, you do. You guys, yeah. you guys have that? access to all the things. Um, uh, yeah, thanks, Russia. <laughs> I don't think you want to be on the record for that. <laughs> we, um, we also randomly watch Veep, which is not oh, appropriate. Yeah. And oh, it's such a great <laughs> for show. Kids. <laughs> for kids. It started hitting a little too close to home, though. Yeah, it's but so it's so it's like it's yeah. ridiculous. It's but... ridiculous. So it's like so over the top that it is kind of yeah. funny. But... I only watched season one, and I don't know. I think I watched it in Germany, and I I just I didn't lose interest, but I just stopped for some reason. I was enjoying Colin... it a lot, but then I think as our government stuff started getting so ridiculous, <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna take a break from anything I, government I, related. I listened to a podcast called Pod Save America, and they. They joke around a lot about how Veep is is the most politically accurate show. Like that's mm-hmm. how it really is. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, it's definitely like over the top, but it does seem like maybe. Well, you know, what we did watch actually that was really heavy, but so good mm, yeah. was uh, Little Fires Everywhere. Have you heard of that? It's on Hulu. Mm-mm. Oh. It's um, it's based on a book, mm-hmm. right? And it deals with a lot of like, ra- uh, well, a lot of racial racial tension and stuff. But it's set in the nineties. Um, uh, Reese Witherspoon, I think, directed it or produced producer, it. Producer, probably. And she's in it. <clears throat> um, it's, I think, it's excellent. It's definitely, they talk about how there's definitely a lot of trigger warnings for some people. Mm-hmm. You guys would be fine. You know, we were, we were fine watching it. But there's some, it's it's a lot of poking and prodding and stuff. Yeah. But it's um, really good. Well, I think that's great. I think a lot of people are kind of taking some introspection. I mean, Facebook is still you know, a cesspool and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of people seem to really be taking a introspective look into their racial awareness, especially with the shooting recently. Mm-hmm. Well, the two no, shootings, shootings. Um, you know, that, yeah. that were unprompted and just such sad situations. So I think it's, it's really interesting. This is coming from a tall, lanky white guy, but it seems like at least those in my, my uh sphere. small microcosm yeah my sphere um are are really taking a good look at that and i think movies like that are good to challenge and amy's been reading a lot of really intense books lately she's been really sticking her neck out um amy is not one to like i love listening to like hip-hop and rap and i like that culture and amy is like she is not about it all and she's listening to this audiobook while she's gardening and the guy's like f you and f that and all okay, stuff wait, so about- wait when you say amy's not into that let me specify what <laughs> that is because you were also, good idea yeah so i love traveling i love cultures i love diversity i love oh, multicultural. No, no, wait, wait, i was just saying hip-hop yes so you don't like I it when i listen to hip-hop like cussing (laughs) so that that but i'm reading i'm reading a really good book right now um it's called they're there and it's about native americans yeah yeah and i mean it has a lot of cussing in it so but it's been so good and i've learned so much and i've almost like been crying as i'm reading and um i'm like three hours in and it's 
so moving and I just am like heartbroken, so heartbroken for them. And I've also been reading two, I've read, well, read one book that's so good and then in the midst of reading a really good book, um, but both are on racial issues and I like, I want to start a uh, like book club on this book that I'm reading right now, um, but I... I have that yeah. on my on my want to read list yeah. on um, on Goodreads, so I've yeah. got to buy it. To, I think to get it because libraries are closed. So you should definitely not listen to it around children. I don't like listening to books. Oh, not well, not that I have a problem with anybody else, but it's just for me. I like. That's what you saying about yeah. my that life, was sh- Corey. You're passing a lot of shade to I Amy right there. I just can't, Come on. I can't take it in. I can't take it in very well when I'm listening unless I'm in a like if I'm doing things like I just. To, I start weed. to tune it out, you know. Weed when you're yeah, sure. weed when you're listening and you can like I, I like I don't mind weeding actually and I have a lot of opportunity because we have a lot of weeds. Um but it really made like the time pass. So. <laughs> it's still it's still a privileged event to listen to <laughs> a book about cultures while we weed our yard yes, that we yes. own. <laughs> well I, I do wanna read that. Have you read uh, have you read Just Mercy? That's a well, you know, the movie came out, which we we watched mm-hmm. recently. It was very good, oh. but the book is so much more full, and it's it's all about is this the justice the, the system. Law, yeah, this is yeah. the lawyer one, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's is written. It's a true story. It's it's so so good and very eye opening and enlightening about you know about the justice system and the the um, death penalty and everything, especially in oh. Alabama and um, in the South. Hard. Yeah, it's, I think it's. Very it's good. I think it's great because you probably have a better perspective than us and that we live in like the widest place of the United States in the Pacific Northwest, but you've got to travel all around the country and just interact with people. Cause I don't know, you know, I, I pseudo work for the democratic party and it's such a different experience in the Northwest where it's like, Oh, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, everybody loves mm-hmm. him, but forgetting that the South is a different experience and the Northeast and the Midwest and all these kinds of things. Like I, you have a different perspective, I think, which is yeah, great. Yeah, I've gotten a taste of some of the other cultures, but more so I've just, I've got, <clears throat> I've got a really big network of folks and a lot of, a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends who are African-American and stuff that I've have, a, you know, kind of allowed me to um, get to have a better understanding of some of the things, some of the experiences they've had and shared some of that stuff with me. And so really more from the relationships um, sure. that I have I've, I began to learn then I've just been like Amy like reading books and a lot of those books you hear a lot of personal experiences and and really I think yeah. that's what it comes down to is, is the empathy and you Courtney you Co- follow what's that account you follow on Instagram that I think would be good the coffee uh, I think it's black coffee for white people black uh, black <laughs> coffee for white people on Instagram but it's very it's like a, yeah, informative and... right yeah, that's good. Okay, wait. And to our listeners, if if this is a conversation they like, they should listen to the Marcus Jackson episode. That, yes, we, we dabbled two in that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I just have to throw out there. So the book I was talking about is called "Uprooting Racism: How White People Can Work for Racial Justice" by Paul Cavell, and it's so good. I mean, even just thinking about reflecting on the words that you use. And it talks about the layers. And the great thing is, as you're reading, super easy to read. I mean, except for that, your heart like. It's heart wrenching. And then throughout it, there's all these different just questions, not in an awkward way, but just in a thought provoking way or different like, I don't know, just really good, really good, thoughtful, reflective, challenging reading. Yeah. Well, I, I think the good thing about that, and I've, I've ordered a couple books that I haven't come yet that are around some of the same topics and same thoughts, but I think there's a lot of white people who who see some of these issues and their hearts are like, I want to do something. I want to respond, 
but I don't know how, and I don't know what's appropriate, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to look bad, or I don't, you know, and I don't want to say the wrong I thing. I don't want to like, say the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, which is a totally normal thing, and it is scary. Um, so I think, you know, as those resources come about and people are able to learn, you know, I think that's the big thing is read some stuff, learn, have some conversations, because what I'm learning more and more is silence is, is yeah, not is not helpful for people. You know, mm-hmm. if you're friends with somebody and you're being silent and not saying something that also is speaking something to them, whether you like it or not. So I think just, well, and I think that yeah. the good thing, at least in today's current age, which we're kind of hopefully getting back to is that you can still be an advocate that doesn't have to speak up. You can be an advocate that stands beside and links arm in arm kind of thing. You know, you don't have to stick your neck out and try to say the right thing. You can just sure. be present you can listen. as, yeah, be be a listener and be someone who says, I'll stand up for injustice, but I'm going to let the people who are experiencing the injustice speak up and I'll stand stand for their words. I think that's I think that's powerful. I mean, you know, thinking about when Essay came on, who is advocating for um, Native women in Canada, Indigenous women in Canada, who um, are constantly put down, murdered, and, and put aside. I, I don't, I would never feel right to say something and and have my words be used as something i'd much rather her say it and stand alongside sure. her and say well this, but is, sharing, this is what i support sharing something she says or something that yeah. someone else puts out there who does know what they're talking yes, about you definitely. know that's that's still you know in terms of social media as a way to yeah to share so that's hey, good we can i can i just throw out one thing we you can um thanks <laughs> we saw the movie the half of it and that also talks about racism but it was it was a cute movie. I Which one was that? The half of it. Oh, that was the one in Washington? Oh, that was yeah, cute. It was it was really cute. I heard about it on um Fresh Air on NPR and and so I was like, Oh, we should we should watch it and it was cute. It's like a Chinese immigrant family that moves to small town Washington and just the I'm from Washington. Her, her so life and I was excited about that. Her life where, is a high school Chinese oh, Chinese American. Is it where she becomes friends with the boy? Yeah. Helping yeah, I saw a preview for that. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's cute. It's, it's good. Cute. It's it's okay. not for kids. Like, it's not a family movie, yeah. but it's cute. I, it's a cute. Um, I I thought you were going to reference to All the Boys I Loved. That's a good... That was actually really good, too. I <laughs> to like that. All the Boys I've Loved Before. Yeah. But that was less of a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what... When you thing. when you were like, oh, I'm like, no, that's a different movie. <laughs> no, no, we didn't watch it. I just saw the preview. The preview for yeah. What was the really cute kids movie, too, that we just watched that was so off? Like, I had never heard of it. Was, you know, it was the the... Abominable Snowman. It's called Abominable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a movie. I think it's from China, actually. It's um, so cute. It's called Abominable. It, it isn't it cute. a uh, DreamWorks? Yeah. I think it's a DreamWorks one. Yeah. But it's like made, it's made in China, and then they brought it over here. Anyway. It's yes. Cute. Nice. Um, well, I think that kind of goes into that. We, we have a question on here. What are we learning about ourselves? So... Mm. I feel like some you touched on that. We touched on that, like reflecting, self-reflecting. I think the racial stuff, because it, that was such a big case with the Ar- Ahmad Arbery and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Brian, is it Brian? Um, yeah. Um, you know, such huge cases that hit right in that. Like, that's been really heavy for me as well. Sure. And Courtney and I have had some several conversations and thought a lot about it. But um, let's let's go to the next question, which I think is a fun one. What are we learning about our partners? I don't know who wrote that question. If that was Colin or Amy, but Amy, you, you wrote that one? That's a good I wrote question. All those. I wrote okay. all those. Oh, good job, Amy. 
I should have known. Go, it's you too, go first, then. If, it's, I mean, if you wrote the question, it's too thoughtful. It's too thoughtful to be Collins, and and it's probably hey. like Amy's like, I'm gonna put this out here so I can just let loose right now. <laughs> but note, I said it could be funny or serious, or maybe yeah. both. Maybe both. <laughs> well, it says start with the ladies. So why did you go? <laughs> I put that to start with the ladies as a self reminder. <laughs> oh, okay. A self reminder. <laughs> Don't be chauvinist. Let the ladies just so he doesn't get their, it. get their words in there. <laughs> all oh, right man. okay so i have to say i learned a lot of things about colin one of them is um i'm really impressed with his ability to tape and texture a wall and i'm being serious <laughs> he is very handy he is very I'm handy so bad oh he at is drywall. he's so handy which i and knew drywall about is him an art and i'm not good at it but um but Private when energy. we we redid we did we redid our bedroom which a room that now is our bedroom and we hired somebody to, well, we taped, we taped, and yeah. then we hired somebody, the and the guy was like, I totally, I did a bad job. Yeah, he said, <laughs> I totally retaped everything you did. You should have just not done it because it would have taken me less time. <laughs> so, anyway, um, but this time we do not have the luxury of hiring someone, and Colin was up for the challenge. And so he has taped and textured, uh, well, I mean, we took it down to the studs and, you know, Ken did the sheetrocking somewhat together, and then he definitely did all the taping and texturing and sanding and everything, and I've been super impressed with him. So that's one thing. Other thing is uh, my mother-in-law surprised us with chicks at hmm. Easter, and um, and you so... Did have the chicken, you did have a chicken coop, so... Yeah. Well, we didn't have a... I should have been a farmer. Full coop. But anyway, but Colin is now a really good chicken mother. Although sometimes I think he should turn on the heat light and he doesn't. But other than that, he's a really good chicken mother. They don't need it. They need to understand. And he pain. goes he goes out there and he whistles to them so that yeah, they, they know, know whistle his now. whistle. And he like holds them. And he's Aww. really insistent on going out there every day so that they know people and they're like comfortable. So he's mm. he's a good chicken mother. How many times <laughs> have you been pooped on by chicken? Oh, uh, none times. None, None times. times. I've, That's I've how ever says it. Countless times. You huh? you've been to, you've been pooped on lots of times when they None were chicks. times. When they were chicks. Lots oh, of... okay. Well, I guess yeah. that's true. When they're chicks, <laughs> they just put out these little. Pel- I mean, you don't. I no, guess they're that's squirty true. squirty perps. <laughs> that wasn't. Per- uh, yeah, but I I like to go out there quite a bit actually. It's nice. Chicken mother. Well, because I'm teaching in front of a computer, so I'm sitting down all the time. I can't stand it. I just sit down, and I I it, like my back hurts and it's bad. And my kids are sad, and it's just like, well, so I just go visit the chickens. Sound like a country so song. Okay, wait. And then the last thing is that I knew that Colin was a techie, but I didn't know how great a techie he was. And he helped develop the curriculum for our school district for the middle schoolers, and he did a really great job. And then he has helped field all the questions and helped teach all the teachers how to do distance learning, and he's been really excellent at that. So mm-hmm. that is really impressive. Thanks, I'm baby. Impressed excellent. Okay, uh, Courtney, what about you? What's something you learned about your partner? Oh, God. That's me. <laughs> um, I'm glad oh. you specified, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a like good, heartfelt, genuine, sincere one. Let's go for that, because Amy did that, But too. I feel like I also want to, like... <laughs> Let's start with the good. Okay. Go for silly, good. Courtney. Go no, for silly. No, start with the good, just like Amy did, and then we'll do the okay. silly or bad Naggy. Or yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I've, I think I've known this, but it's really been emphasized because we've been 
seen each other face to face 14 hours a day for, well, I don't know what day this is, 79, um, is just, I think how sacrificial Corey is. And he often puts me first and in the sense of we have an office and it was mine. And then I went to work full time outside the home and he took over it. And then when I came back on like day two, I think he was like, oh, never mind. You just have the office and I'll have this like rink and ink little folding table out in the living room. So he'll be out here doing Zoom calls and like the kids are fighting in the living room and I'm like, do do do, like in the office. So I think you know just that or just you know, um, way to go. Just that. I mean, there's little moments like where you you know you take care of dinner sometimes and but and when I say sometimes I mean and you like, make banana bread. Yes. Yeah, he makes banana bread. Like so, I just think there's you know he's always willing to take care of our family and I I do appreciate that. Oh, honey. thanks. I noticed that. I noticed that. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, should maybe Colin and I should say nice things first and then we'll let the, let our wives pick on us a little bit. Yeah. Okay. You go first. <laughs> uh, what have I learned about Courtney? Um, I've, I've definitely learned Courtney, Courtney need, she is, she is a pretty laid back, flexible person, but she needs some structure and she's like, she's like, I need this couple hours or this amount of time to just be in the office and not be interrupted. Like, whereas I think I can get interrupted for a few minutes and then go back for like 20 minutes. But, and Courtney has to do that sometimes, but I've learned that, um, having things planned out and structured throughout the day is super helpful for you. Whereas for me, it's a little bit, it's called control. I need, yeah. I need control. <laughs> I need control. I, I love that. Courtney. Mm. I, I, but I also have noticed in that and realized how good, how many organizational skills Courtney has, which I knew she had, but like yeah. she typically is the one who's like, all right, this is the chore chart for today. And these are the, you know, before the school was giving us, the teachers were giving us all the assignments and stuff. Courtney was making up and writing assignments for the kids and different things. And just like, you know, it was just stuff that like when I couldn't think about it and it was too hard to mentally like process, I was like ready to hand them a, you know, their tablet, just say play games you know, she was doing all this, all this stuff. So she's also mm-hmm. sacrificial and puts in lots of time in that way, which is, which is excellent. That is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have I learned about Amy? I, for, for the last, um, 12 years, not 11. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I have, I have constantly pushed her to like, uh, pick up hobbies and my interpretation of what her hobbies are, are kind of like what she did in high school. Cause um, like we have this incredible painting behind us in our bookshelf that she painted that uh, is like a, a study of Monet. And she painted, she paints, painted it just like Monet as far as my untrained eye. And so I'm always pushing her like, oh, you should just do some hobbies. Like it just bums me out that you don't have any hobbies. And I was pushing her in my own interpretation of what a hobby should be. And since we've had this time to just reflect as a family and be present and stuff, she, she just has organically developed these incredible hobbies of just inventing new recipes and baking and picking up sewing and, um, Crocheting for so many years, for so many years, whether we were, you know, I was going to grad school and we were living in this tiny apartment or we were living in Germany or we moved back here and bought a house and we're like poor we were just doing triage so much that it was, I was pushing her into this, like, I'll oh, just have some time to relax, but neither of us had time to relax. I just thought that that would be helpful. And now we have this, this real 
incredible time. I mean, the COVID vacation has actually, I feel like been pretty great for our family. Um, and it's just been fun to see her develop some new hobbies and just be, be excited to be in her own space and learn and grow. So I love watching her, uh, learn and grow. So that's been fun. Nice. Nice. All right. No more mushy stuff. Now I want to hear what Amy has to, I'm going to start with Amy because Courtney's got that look in her No, eye. I was going to say, let's get to the real <laughs> shit. Uh, Actually, I was going to start with this morning, how he went out today. He went to, he went to Starbucks today. Oh yeah. And he came back with just a coffee for himself. Oh, and I, was like, I didn't wait. Uh, I know. I felt did bad. Did you get a coffee for me? He's like, no, I didn't even think about it. I went out wow. to go. I went, I, this is a true story. I went to a dumpster to go dumpster dive and it didn't have the thing that I wanted and I was bummed. So I went and got coffee. And then when I pulled up to the driver, I was forgot like, he had a wife. He's only had her for 11 years. Gravy too. See, my wife has fully ingrained in me that if coffee is happening, I sure as heck better be getting something for her or checking in. And if well, it's it, not, you should probably be thinking about it. Yeah. But you guys, you guys know us. We are Amy and I, I. I love coffee people. I have full respect for coffee people. Amy and I are not coffee people. We drink Folgers mm-hmm. instant coffee every morning. It's That's just because we we're cheap. No, we don't even che- we don't even drink Folgers. We drink Taster's Choice because it oh, was Taster's a Christmas Choice. white elephant gift yeah. oh to my us. Gosh. So we are we are caffeine people, not coffee people. And so I mean, I really like good coffee mind, too. I, bought, I just. I just got to throw it out there. What's that? I really like good <laughs> coffee too. Okay. I just am also cheap. Yes, you guys are. Yeah, yeah but I didn't buy you... coffee. It's true. Oh, yeah. So you were going to say the, the coffee thing. Does that happen often, Amy? Well, we don't go out to coffee very often. So <laughs> We drink nope. Taster's Choice instant <laughs> <true>. coffee. <laughs> that's true. That's the biggest That's the biggest thing that you can think of for Colin That's you've learned that's kind of like, you know. Uh, well, there are other things too, but I think Colin leaves his dishes I think I around. That irritates her. Discernment with what I say. <laughs> These aren't things that she's learned, though. These are things that have always been just like They're general just pet peeves. Amplified during this yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. That's After twelve years, have you not learned how to load a dishwasher? Still only eleven. Twelve. <laughs> no, it's not twelve years. Stop. Whether I... you say anniversary, it's not twelve years. Years yeah, but... are the same. Okay, we day can do the math later. We don't need one, to do it here. Day. It's okay. The day you get married, you haven't been married for a year. Corey, feel bad for me. How long have you been married? That's different. You can say anniversary. I can I can kind of get what you're saying if you say your first okay, do you, day. Do you want me to get a pen and paper? No. We know. We know how. Three against one. You're wrong. Okay. Well, to all of our yeah. middle school guess listeners. What? And guess what? Colin, you know what? You're the I have youngest. an entire country of China. This 1.8 billion people, yes, and they say it to do it like me. You were the youngest of yeah. this group before. Yeah. So oh my lord! Sit down. Okay. Uh, all right, Courtney. Um, I have so many, <laughs> but I feel like during this time of um, unprecedented time, <laughs> it's probably the time to bring them up. Mm-hmm. But I'll just bring up a few. I think on the last one I had mentioned your toothpicks. Oh yeah. And that still irritates me to no end. Um, Corey I, likes to use toothpicks. and I need them, yeah. Okay, he needs them. But they 
they are not as much right now, but they used to be all over the freaking house, like on the side table. Wait, you like on the use coffee. them and just like flick them away? Not flick, not them. flick I, them. I set them down. You're like near he me. Them down. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah. So like, and just like on the table, on the counter, like it just, and it wasn't like you come to our house like ew nasty, but it's just that bothers me and then they fall on the floor and you get stabbed in your Step foot yeah. so that like really irks me um, i've been working on that one yes you know what has. courtney there's, they, a lot less. There, there is a whole subset of uh very very fancy toothpicks you can buy that come in these beautiful leather pouches yeah those would be they... all over and he would lose no, them not no no they only have like two the and they they they're in great they can be monogrammed at the top That's my friend a, a guy that i work with brandon ferguson has like these mono i think they're monogrammed uh, stainless steel or like pewter. He stainless would lose it. Would no, scratch I up wouldn't. your teeth. They fit. Down. They fit in his wallet. They fit no. in your wallet. Don't get if stainless there's a steel. That would hurt. That would yeah. hurt your teeth. My other pet peeve is pewter. Get pewter. I cannot stand when people wear socks with holes. And Corey <laughs> does this. It's like irks me so much. I don't. They're not love your it. feet. I don't love it either. But I need more socks. You're, you're using your resources. Yeah. 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 I think then, all my socks have holes in them. I think that's, I mean, those are my two, like, I can't really, I mean, it's hard to think, I mean, it's hard, because I have to, like, still see him every day. And, <laughs> I don't know. That wasn't so bad. And uh, I know you're probably going to bring up bobby pins, too. No. Uh, but no. I've been pretty good about my bobby pins that's, in the last couple of years. Yeah, that's not a new thing anyways. Um, and that still is a thing. I find bobby pins when I'm vacuuming everywhere. Um, you also have a daughter, too now true i do have a daughter who uses body pens um i would say okay this is a pet peeve of mine that i i didn't really learn it but it's been amplified as courtney said um courtney will always heat something up in the microwave and stop it before stop the microwave before it has ticked all the way down and not hit the clear button so it's just instead of showing the time oh it still shows the, like, <laughs> time left to cook and then it just stays there for brushes. hours yeah and it, i don't know why but that just you monster. okay the other like it was a week ago uh that happened and i saw it and i went to clear it I was like nah i'm gonna leave it <laughs> she knows i don't and i don't yell at her or anything but i'm like oh like there's just a little piece of me that just those there's it's those kinds of things there's just little minute things that that get me you know, there's some dishes, it, things, and dishes. Has it gotten has it gotten better? Do you feel like like when you first started out, was it really like? I don't know. If that's when I intense? noticed. That's when I noticed more lately than I think I oh, noticed yeah. before. So yeah, mm. yeah. Um, okay, Colin. I oh, mean, yeah, Colin. I know Colin. You probably don't have any. <laughs> no, Amy's great. Um, my biggest pet peeve uh, is. Oh, it's, it's got me. My biggest pet peeve is um, that Amy always wants to, well, I do it to myself, but <laughs> uh, we we get into conversations and then I just um, purposely try to like make her mad um, and then she gets mad and I don't understand why. And <laughs> it's, it's kind of unfair to her, but it'll be... I like, understand. Like this wedding thing or the 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 anniversary thing i'll be like hey this thing and she's like no that's wrong and then i'll just keep pushing it to make her laugh but then she doesn't laugh she just gets mad at me and it's, and it's taking you 12 it. years to still it's you still haven't gotten years. it my my favorite one to do that genuinely gets her mad after i push a little bit is that i i fully believe that cereal is soup 
and as a, a as a philosophical uh, basis of understanding what soup is, cereal completely satisfies all the necessary components of soup. And so oh, I would say cereal. Warm? That's a hot. That's warm? like the hot. No, there's cold soups. Yeah, there's cold called gazpachos. Gazpacho. Okay, so soup is a gazpacho. There you go. See, no, gazpacho can be soup, but soup can't be gazpacho or however you say it. Yeah, well, that doesn't even make sense. Cereal cannot be gazpacho. Yeah. It's kind of like the hot dog. People say hot dog's a sandwich. You know, that's what? Mm. Who says that? I've never heard that before. There's people that say yeah, it. Hot, hot dogs are totally sandwiches. People? Definitely. Colin, sometimes I think you're the person that don't you don't even really believe what you're saying but you're just gonna stick with it to no, be stubborn Colin, and that's usually what i i push do it, people I, he says it with confidence it. and the then one, he yes. keeps walking in yes, it yes he makes an assumption <laughs> whether or, he knows it or not or speaks di- part of the way what he knows but he says it so confidently even though he doesn't know the full extent of what he's saying i've i've tried to scale that back a little bit but a lot of times to courtney's point i'll say something and then stick with it because i'm trying to be as like funny push, as possible push buttons you see amy that's what i had to deal with for a long time before you came along and then and then it passed off to you but call and i, I, I mean, just I feel like we used to fight I, all the time so there's the thing reasons. that's that's the sign so of good friendship though him. is that i i push and correct and be and and be obnoxious in the same way that like lewis black from he's a like a kid would do. Just like a kid just like a yeah, sibling. Yeah. It's more but that we have to push you or fill in the like fill in the details because you're like, oh, it's just this. Like you summarize something but leave out like really oh, well, important uh, pieces. Yeah, I'm not it. talking about that. Uh, that's true. I'm always more of the. I am a person who gets to the thesis more so than the numbers. But I've real. I have come to the realization, especially now that I'm like involved in politics a lot more, that numbers actually matter. <laughs> and I didn't realize that for the first 35 years of my life when I would just BS my way through trying to get to a point. Yeah. Like who cares about the numbers or who cares about the name that I gave you? It's about the point and people obviously rightfully say, Colin, no, the the name you just said is wrong or the movie you said is wrong or whatever. I'm learning not to BS my way through stuff. But uh, anyway, that is... Um, I do try to push Amy and then she takes it. But the other pet peeve I have is that Amy is too clean and that frustrates me because I am okay with a few dishes on the counter and like the kids will build a fort and it's like, I'll leave it up for a day. And she's like, it's gotta be down in an hour. (laughs) No, the kids set it up and then they get like, she's like, it's gotta be done by two 30 and they've got to take it all down (laughs) and put it all away, fold it back into the cabinet. And I, I feel I'm not that extreme. I'm not that extreme, (laughs) but I do have to say I am not okay with the fluidity of cleanliness that Colin. Colin's pretty fluid. Is fine with. Is it cleanliness or tidiness? She's tidy. That's true. I, I, well, Well, go ahead. What are you gonna say? You say first. (laughs) (laughs) She's all of the above. Uh, Yeah. See, I'll say Courtney and I feel like we both. I mean, I've gotten better at being clean. I think since we've gotten married, since we've been married, but I feel like we will do pretty good. And then we'll have some times where we'll both kind of like, uh, whatever for like a little bit. And then all of a sudden we'll hit a point where like, all right, now we got to really clean and we'll just go crazy and clean everything. But I feel like since we've been home, we've kind of been like on a similar maintained rhythm. Yeah. We've been in in like-minded, which I, because I can't be home in the chaos. It will Mm. be there. Drive me crazy. Yeah. See, those are, I mean, like, but for me, I don't mind the controlled chaos. Like, if there are dishes on the counter, they're on the counter. They're not, like, all and over the, the place. Sink. 
And, and on the other <laughs> side of the counter. And the other side. But and they're in that one general area. Rolling down the other side of the counter. Stop it. <laughs> there, it's, it's a 10-stage process. But that's, that's, the, that's what I'm okay with. If there are dishes in the sink, that's great. If there's library books all over, because our kids have, you know, they check out like 15 books at a time. We if haven't been to the library, but say. we still have a lot we of still library get all, books. All of, <laughs> like, and we, we have like have. a book section where, because all of yeah. us are reading three books at a time, and we all just kind of put them in this uh, wicker basket down underneath one of our end tables. And there's just books everywhere. And that's perfectly fine. As long as they're within like a three-foot radius of the basket, that's close enough. We're good to no. go. Nope. <laughs> Not for Amy. Not okay. Not okay. All right. Let's let's get off of this topic before yeah. we before we get in trouble here. Um, <laughs> let's get back to some other fun stuff. Um, okay. What a you know we we we're all trying to cope in different ways. So let's talk about some coping mechanisms. What's mm. uh what is your this may be an individual thing. It might be a shared thing. But what's your favorite music or what kind of what music is helping you cope mm. through this time? And it doesn't have to be good music. You know, it no. can be whatever. I I am going on I try to go I haven't done it this week at all actually, but I try to go on walks in the morning. So I just go on a walk with some coffee in the morning and I've been listening to a lot of a a guy who is on YouTube only and he's got like 3000 views for each video. I don't even, I can't remember how I even found him on some skate video. Anyway, his name's Sky Blue and he does like lo-fi hip hop and then sings over it and it's really good. All and right. so he's happy. I can appreciate that. How about you, Amy? Jazz. Uh, it's jazz. I hate jazz. No, <laughs> that's I, my other. That's my I biggest pet peeve, by the that's way. I needed to get back to me. that because my heart was racing so fast. My wife hates <laughs> jazz, and I can't stand it because I love it, and I don't understand why she doesn't like it. It's quality music it's that the, spawned it's the most of the music. It's, the chaos. it's so frustrating. It. Yes, I hate it. It's the chaos. Let it out, Colin. <laughs> I love jazz. We've gotten like legit fights driving yeah. on a four hour drive up to Washington where like jazz will come on. I'm like, hey, this is great. I'm the driver. I should choose the music. And she turns it off. I'm like, that's, who do you think you are? That's Scott that, for us because I like the old like 90s oh. Scott and Courtney can't handle it. So we don't listen to <laughs> <Yeah>. Scott. <laughs> okay, Amy, what about you? What's your favorite music besides jazz? Uh, I'm not really. I, Amy doesn't listen to music, guys. I do listen to that's music, but problem. I'm pretty limited. But I. I really love NPR. That's not music, but sure. but I do have to say this: the intro My wife songs, is a seventy-eight-year-old pension retiree. They give me so much peace when I hear the little intro songs to all the different shows. Hi, this is NPR. Hmm. Hmm. All right, Courtney, what about you? Um, I. You were listening to some JoJo Siwa today. Oh yeah, kid in a candy store. <laughs> Uh, my uh, daughter informed me it was her birthday recently. Oh, good for her. Jojo Siwa's If you're listening, Jojo, happy birthday. <laughs> your daughter informed <laughs> you that it was your daughter's birthday? I know. That's what I was going to oh, say. Oh, no. My daughter informed me it was Jojo's yeah, birthday. Yeah, that's why I was... Is that what I meant to say? Or that's, that's what I should have said. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, no, I put Jojo on because Everett was you're, freaking out and it was yeah, funny. You're messing, but... It was either that or 50 Cent Candy Shop and I thought... <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't play that song. Um, candy shop. You know, I've been enjoying... Okay, I don't even think you know this, but I've been enjoying listening to some Garth Brooks yeah, classics. Yeah. Um, like I when I was driving, not that I drive all the time, but, um, and then I've been enjoying, you know, I've really been enjoying that. Um, oh, don't steal mine. And I think it's going to steal yours. Avengers. No, Guardians of the Galaxy. Gar- <laughs> okay, We've been know. listening to the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy what it is. <laughs> soundtrack from movie one and two. Have you yeah. seen Guardians of the Galaxy? 
Oh yeah. No. You can. I mean, you can just go on Spotify and listen to like top one hits of the seventies. Same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I just like that. Like that. Like chill. So like yeah. chill, groovy vibe. Like it's danceable. It's kind of relaxing. Sure. Nostalgic. And, it's a pretty yeah. broad mix. It's not just seventies, but yeah. The 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 soundtracks for those movies are is really well curated. Maybe so. it's yeah. Is it seventies or eighties? It's like yellow and like bad there, company and. There's a lot of seventies, but there's a mix of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Some eighties. Those are great. And, yeah. So that was going to be mine was that I, one. I'm so sorry. I knew you were going to do that. Okay, I'll take take that out. Um, <laughs> Ludacris. <laughs> Luda. Um, Luda. I don't know. I probably like I probably like the more chill stuff like um oh my gosh. Neat mo Can I say you know I was I was really sad. I introduced Weird Al to my son who loves just silly humor that's kind of smart. And he did not take to it. And I was really wow. disappointed. Yeah, but it's because with Weird Al, you have to know the context That's of the true. songs. That's my part son of doesn't, it. My son, <laughs> uh, so I was mowing the lawn and I was listening to like some 80s rap and uh, 80s and 90s and Gangster's Paradise came yes. on. He's like, hey, it's that Amish Paradise song. He's like, no, this is the real one. He's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, but he didn't know it. He, he only thought. You got to introduce him to that. Um... Galaxy Star the, Wars one. The Star Wars one. Have you guys watched Star Wars? Because his uh, yeah, his Charlie parody of American it. Pie. Oh uh, no, I don't remember. Everett that. loves Which it. Anakin guy. Oh, I got it. Okay, later. I'll listen to that. I'll share. <clears throat> Everett Everett loves that song. It's all about yeah. Episode One, but it's <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. It's well done. Okay, I was gonna say I, I've enjoyed like Leon Bridges and oh, so um, good. John. He is so good. Oh, what's his name? Mayor, the nasty oh, yeah. nasty mm. guy. Yeah. He has some good songs. Oh, yeah. Caden likes Nick Drake. Yeah, we've been listening to a lot of Nick Drake, which I'm Hmm. fine with Nick Drake. Yeah. Okay. Actually, wait, I I have to steal your for a second, Corey. We've been listening. My kids were enraptured by the movie The Willoughbys. Oh, I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen that. It's a Netflix kids movie. I've seen it on there. Annie yeah. loves one of the songs, so I've been listening to that one song a lot, yeah, and then a lot of repeat. Frozen, two. Uh, yes. Frozen two music, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of fighting over who gets to control Alexa a lot. Okay, what about what are the snacks? Wait, you didn't you didn't tell? I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you. Yeah. Oh. Courtney was stealing mine, but you that know, was fine. You know, it's not. It's just that your well, we music. Both like it. I pick it for both of us. Yeah, your music has evolved to my music choices. Mm. Yeah, oh, slightly. You know who I rediscovered actually when I got really mad about politics stuff is Rage Against the Machine. Oh, I saw you. Uh, Battle for Los Angeles. Oh, what a great album! And Sing I introduced it. With the fire. I introduced it to my kids. Thankfully, while Amy was outside listening to her book, so she didn't hear the kids listening to it. But <laughs> oh, such a great album. That is, that's a, if I was wanting to run angry, I think I would put that on. That'd be perfect. Yeah, that's true. That's a great, uh, but I don't do that workout. Yeah. I I have to give props to Colin. I know nothing about music. I mean, I do, I have some music that I really love, but my little knowledge about music is very small, but my kids have quite a breadth of knowledge understand or music understanding because of my husband like he loves so many genres and it's very impressive in fact the other day annie was singing <laughs> she's singing um anyway she's singing a song she's totally singing it wrong but it's because you introduced the song to her mm. and probably Sorry. introduced it was it ludicrous I... <laughs> no, it was um what was the... it's important for us to culture our kids yeah yeah he does he does a good job yeah uh i did <laughs> 
That's true. Yeah. So oh, you make me feel sorry. I, sorry, I interrupted you too. Like from Michael Jackson? No, no. Wait. When like dancing. It's, it's, you, uh, you make me feel yeah. oh, 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 like oh. a natural. But my daughter no, thought Houston. natural no, woman. No. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's a. It's a. Uh, Patty the Bell. No, 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 no. Anyway, but Annie thought it was. You, you make, make me feel, feel like, like a casserole, casserole woman. <laughs> Wow. I don't even know. I don't even make casseroles, which I probably should. But yeah. anyway, it was so funny. Excellent. Like, do you even know what a casserole is? <laughs> uh, okay. What are the what are the snacks? What are your top snacks that are getting you? I mean, and have you made any new snacks? So you mentioned we mentioned earlier that I baked banana bread. Yeah. Which I've never done until this. And oh. I really enjoyed making and I really enjoyed eating. And I also made the cream cheese frosting, put it all in the fridge and then sliced it with it. Wow, was yummy, fancy! But what's Wait, what's a snack? Bread with banana bread with cream cheese it's, frosting. It's I've never how even... Tana makes it at church. Tana banana. Her banana bread, if you ever get it at church, is like that, and that's where I Whoa. got the idea, and it's really good. Um, Smart. But what are your go-to snacks? It doesn't have to be something you've made. It could be something you buy, but maybe there's something that's been sustaining you, or new, or maybe it's not new, but it's amplified. I don't know. Uh, I eat copious amounts of chips and salsa. I just I buy chips. What chips? All yeah, you get the Costco ones. No, well we did, but those are gross. And they're um, not gross. Just, they're just not great. They're not good. They're they're too salty, and it like depends on which batch you get. They changed flavor, mm. and that's mm. not that's not the sign of a good company. Uh, I do like Juanitas, but they're the kind best. of expensive. But they're the best. They're not that expensive. So to call we, Amy, they are because they. It's like a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, they need dollar. Yeah, but we buy we get the dollar oh nine chips, which are called Santanas, no Catalinas, Catalina. and they're actually made in Eugene, Oregon. So they're even more local than Juanitas. Life is too short for crappy tortilla chips. No, they're True. good tortilla chips. They, they are really good. See, the thing really Juanitas good. is good, but it's so greasy. They're so like yeah. I can feel the authentic. film in my mouth. That's authentic, yeah. is what that is. No, it's like making it's carnitas, just, you have to put real lard in to make good carnitas. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, I I prefer the salsa to be the primary taste, not the fantastic the, chip. Okay, what salsa do you get then? Uh, I get the. Um, it's, it sounds lame, but it's so good. It's the super hot jalapeno slash like ghost pepper um, Winco brand. It's not even, it doesn't even have a label. It's just like they, they package it. It does and have they make it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It does. No, have I mean, a it's, it's not, worry. it doesn't have, he's not buying unlabeled food. No. <laughs> it's out of the dumpster. <laughs> um, no, it like, it doesn't have a brand name. It's just like they, they package it's it. Winco in, brand. What's the, yeah. the best, I'll tell you the best salsa in my opinion. It's yeah. expensive. It is expensive. And you, cause it's at what? Whole foods. Yeah. <clears throat> what is it? It's, um, Anna's. No, oh, no, 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 no. That's that's that. You can get that. Oh, for Lady us. Garcia. It's called Lady Garcia. It's uh, it's local and it is like super garlicky. It's spicy. Ooh, it is ooh, like yeah. the most flavorful, delicious salsa I've ever had. I, I, I will say that's true. The one thing that the salsa that I love does not have it, it doesn't have any garlic, which is a which is a bummer because I like garlic. You could add garlic. That's true. I could. The other salsa that's really good is Trader Joe's. It's called chili con carne, or uh, or it's just Wait. called con carne. And it's, it's like corn. salsa with meat in it. No, it's know, it's just it's, called it's it's, not... it's a play on words. It's just called corn cane, oh. and it's a Trader Joe's. You know they always do silly jokes with their things. Anyway, it's a good salsa. You should try it. 
Hmm. But it's kind of expensive too. It's like two bucks. Hey, the snack section, Corey, isn't joke. about judging people. I don't want to joke around about my salsas and the names of it. Okay, let carne. the man let the man enjoy his. It's also without you've, judgment. You've had it and you enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gosh. Uh, what's Amy? What is your? Yeah, what's Amy? What's yours? What's your treat? Oh, she's making the yogurt bread. I have. Yeah, I That's... found a recipe because the kids. The kids get yogurt at the school lunches all the time, and um, it's my super kids sweet yogurt. Do it's not, not like yogurt good. for some reason, and so I looked up like what can I do with yogurt, and it's it's not vanilla, it's strawberry or raspberry, so that kind of hones in, you know, that it needs to yeah. be something that could work with that. And so um, anyway, there's this is called French yogurt bread, and so I've made so many recipes. Of so it. many. Loaves. I made my own batch and i've lowered the sugar content now but uh, i just make this mixed berry bread it's you know kind of like a pound cake but is not it, as much is it good? sugar yeah oh it's phenomenal so it, good mm. it disappears in our house within a very day very fast so. awesome and she can make a ton of it what's uh courtney what's now yours? that we have flour anyway oh yeah <laughs> now that you have flour yeah, I mean, for a while, it was really hard to get flour. Yes, it was. It was. And yeast. Yeast was really oh. hard. Yeah, yeast was hard to get. Yeast yeah. is, you can get it. For, oh, Guess what? I have 10 pounds of yeast because my sister bought me five <laughs> pounds. Whoa. <laughs> and then I bought. And then Corey's is like, oh, just oh. in case you run out, I was like, listen, I'm not going to go through this five pounds of yeast in like a year. Okay. No. Do you guys need any yeast? Oh, that would take forever. We we buy we buy the little like jars of yeast and it lasts us forever. Well, it's such like a yeast shortage. Well, and we're just yeah. making, everybody's making so much more bread, and we were yeah. even baking, been baking a lot so, more than we were. If you need yeast, we'll give it to you. Um, at, a, at a price. Yeah, we bought, did we buy a 25-pound bag of flour from Costco? I think yes, we did. Yes, I bought so, a big bag of flour. Um, I, well, we made, I made pretzels. It was a while oh, ago, yeah. but they were oh, very oh. delicious. Those so good. You should do that Did again. you make them with lye? Did you mm, use lye? No, I used baking soda to boil them. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, we have to talk after this. Yeah, okay. we were trying to find lye, but it blows up. Yeah, so I don't. I was like, I'm really I don't know if I would ingest lye. Yeah, that's what you make pretzels with. That's it's all the Germans. Is the these, Germans. These um, were turned out like yeah, they're very, very similar good. to what like you get when you get the big pretzels. It tastes um, like so we did nice. that, but wow. I've been enjoying. Um, we've been. I've been enjoying cheese plates. We've been having that, and that's kind of been a fun snack. Like, I before the podcast, I made myself a little cheese plate, and it was very delicious. Ooh. Yeah, like we did the brie, the heated up brie and the roasted garlic. Not tonight. Nice. No, I know, not tonight, Jeez. but recently. Yeah. So I've been enjoying that. Um, and then I, I, this is kind of a snack thing, but um, and also for Mother's Day, Corey also did surprise me with, was it five or six little pints of oh. um, salt and straw ice cream that got delivered here. From Portland. So they delivered and so it they in had, a dry ice cooler yeah. thing. And Whoa. so we've kind of just been working. Our, we have, still have a couple more left, but it's just been kind of funded. Like they have, the one was like strawberry with balsamic and black pepper ice cream. Oh, fun. So it's not one that you want to eat like bowls of, but it's just nice to have a couple mm-hmm. bites here and there. And so it's just been kind of fun to like, ha- a little bit slower pace and enjoying it, a little It was bit. expensive. <laughs> <laughs> just for the record, but it was good. It has been fun. Awesome. Yeah. Um, my go to snack slash kind of breakfast is yogurt with granola. Um, and it's just my like breakfast every morning. Yeah, almost every morning for me too. Um, unless I've eaten a ton of cheese the night before and I'm like, I need to 
cool it on the dairy a little bit, but um, yeah. So I'm I we get the Greek yogurt and stuff, and I just love man, I love it, and I love putting granola. I have to have granola in it now, just to get that crunch, mm. you know, in a little bit more. But I we did have blueberries for a while, so I was throwing in some blueberries with it. So, anyways, I could oh, eat yogurt. So I could eat good. tons and tons of yogurt. And we also nice. I bought I've been buying these um from Costco these Aussie bites. They're these little oh like, I love you know Aussie bites. I love yeah. them so, so much, good. but we only get them when they're. Nine ninety nine because. Yeah, you know I haven't been I doing a good them. job. It's been me by myself going to Costco, and I have not really looked at the prices of many things as I've been putting mm. stuff in my cart. So <laughs> I don't even know what those were. Uh, I did check okay. bacon. I did when Courtney tells me specifically, don't buy this unless it's less than this. I'll look. Otherwise, I'm just like, okay, I'll get that, and then. Well, they're usually twelve ninety nine, so you're not. It's not like a big splurge. Yeah. Or or eleven. The, those are so good. Everett calls them Nazi oh. bites. What? Oh, Aussie. Okay, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> we we call them we call too them, soon. We call them Wyatt. What do we Wyatt call muffins. Wyatt muffins because our friend Wyatt, Wyatt loves them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Wyatt. Oh, yeah. Wyatt. Speaking of Nazi, though, have you guys seen Jojo Rabbit? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. I got into a weird, awkward situation actually with that movie. How? Because I thought it was incredible and hilarious, and you know the modern day uh, Mel Brooks Blazing Saddles kind of situation, and I recommended it to my in laws, like, mm. "Hey, you guys will really love this movie. It's so funny!" Wow. And Which they I thought they would love too. Yeah, I Amy. They would Amy love was too. like, "We need to I was introduce totally behind to it. my parents," and she knows them very well. And you know our parent or uh-huh. uh, my in laws too. Yeah, Amy's parents. And, um, <laughs> and he, anyway, so did her they dad, both dislike it? Well, so I called her dad to ask a separate question, and uh, I was like, hey, and I had forgot that I had introduced it or told them to watch it, and so I told him again, like, hey, if you're bored, you should watch Jojo Rabbit. It's really, Amy and I loved it, and he's like, yeah, we did watch it. We meant to call you guys about that movie. What did you see about that movie? And we're like, uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> so, Gary, Deb, if you're listening, I'm sorry for giving you a bad, <laughs> bad recommendation, I suppose. What was that one movie we watched on Netflix that was actually pretty? Oh, Knives Out. Oh, that wasn't Netflix. It was Amazon. Oh, Knives Out. Is Knives great. Out. That was fun. Yeah, that was that was a good movie. That's I a saw good that one too. That's the one where uh, the guy he's he's got the southern drawl and he's it's Daniel the nurse, Craig. the it's nurse, like, and the guy stabs himself in the throat. It's like Clue accident. It's kind of like Clue, like a Who Done It. Amy does not remember movies. Maybe she ever. slept through it. No, she watched it. It's the family in the big house, and they're trying to figure out the murder mystery, and she tries to crawl up the house, and she falls down. And <laughs> It's awesome. You know the murder part, and... She doesn't remember. It was, uh, it was a nice... That's a perfect COVID-19 she's a la- movie. She's a Latina nurse, and her mom, remember? Oh, I did see that movie, and it's so good. <laughs> it made an impact, I can tell. That was a perfect movie for this time because it's it's like fun, it's light, it's quick moving. It is. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It, we I loved it. Apparently, Amy forgot. I so loved it much. too. No, I always forget movies. She does. That's the problem or the great thing because I watch it, I forget about it, so I can watch it again. Okay, maybe maybe last last couple questions because uh, last question. Colin's got I... a date with his hot tub. Can yeah. I just tell you one thing, though, that I made that it's not a snack, but it was really yes, fun. Yes, Amy, go okay. ahead. So I made, I made fettuccine noodles, and it's not that yeah. hard, and it's so good. Mommy, and then, it's so good. The actual I noodles? Made, 
Yeah, I made the noodles and the by sauce hand. and everything. By well, hand, I, uh, yeah, it. and then I've made the she, I've made we the. We got a pig, and she killed it and made no, the bacon. No, I did not make no, but um, I made my uh, it was um, Alfredo sauce with Asiago, Asiago cheese and Parmesan, which that's not what the recipe called for, but that's what I decided I wanted to bake it like and put some bacon in there. But then I did make the fettuccine noodles. It was really fun. I'm totally going to make it. Actually, I think I'm going to make it in a couple days. Did you roll it out or did you like, did you have a yeah. hand crank or did you oh, roll no. it? It, I have to say that is because all we had was a Dollar Tree roller, rolling pin that falls apart every two rolls. That was tough. It, it definitely, I was like, why don't we have a better rolling pin? But then I told my mom about it just kind of as a joke. And then for Mother's Day, she bought me a William and Sonoma beautiful beautiful rolling pin so now i'm like prepared yes nice. awesome very nice yeah. well i'm looking forward to trying that pasta yeah well i'll make it sometime okay Good. uh unless... and then we'll we'll feed your kids uh macaroni and cheese. <laughs> well, that's what we do that's we, what... we often feed the macaroni and cheese and then we make something better for us <laughs> when it's like we don't have time let's just do that and then we'll get or we'll the, order something. those are the those are the things that they'll remember when they're kids or when they're adults it's like oh yeah our parents used to feed us like peanut butter and jelly sandwich while they had like these well sometimes panis. like the cheese plate thing because they don't really like chloe came out we were eating we did our own little date night and she came back yeah. out and she's like mm, looking at it like she wants yeah. to be an adult so she wants to try everything every single thing she tries she's like oh i'm like no i'm like yeah that's why this isn't for you get, get out of here <laughs> yeah let us they have can't, a freaking they day. Can't, they can't play the game. No, they're not ready for it. That's so, hilarious. Okay, what, uh, what are you most... I mean, we don't know if things will ever return to quote-unquote normal, but as things get more normal or start to open up a little more, what are you most looking forward to either doing or seeing or having or whatever? What are you most looking forward to as mm. things begin to, to open up? We are not a family who goes camping very often. I love being out in the outdoors. I like to go camping. I like to go backpacking is my big deal. But I'm really excited to go camping. I don't think it's going to happen this summer, unfortunately. I think most of it's going to stay closed all summer. But I love just waking up early in the morning camping. Man. Mm -hmm. We'll have to do it in the backyard. You could do dispersed camping. What do you mean by dispersed camping? Like not at a campground, but out. Yeah, like on BLM. Like I mean, you have to have. Oh like yeah, a yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Some stuff might open. It might still open up yet. Guys, we well, should camp actually, at my parents' house. To we be honest, all camp at my parents' yeah. house. Quite a bit of the camping I've done the last few years has been on, I guess, dispersed camping. Anyway, it's been on like lakes that are off the beaten path. Kind and of he thing. almost got killed by a tree falling on him. Yeah, so. that's true. That oh, was yeah, a problem. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, in Colorado, when we were out there, it was there was not a lot of. It didn't feel like there was very many campgrounds like there are here. Not nearly as many, so it was not, more yeah. mostly dispersed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else, Courtney? Do you know? What you're um, looking to? I think you know camping for sure. I would love, love to go camping. Um, but, um, I think just getting together with friends like you guys, like like want to have you guys over and let's have a fire mm-hmm. and do s'mores with the kids and you know and have barbecues. Smoke some meat. And, you know, and just do, like, do things with, I think that's the biggest thing is, like, I just want to do, be social. And be social with my friends, you know, and friends and family, so. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's that's still a highlight of mine. Last week we, or two weeks ago? I I can't even remember. We played uh, bocce ball with a bunch of our friends, and that was a lot of fun. 
there was like 50 guys all hanging out. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say it did remind me that even like adults trying to get together in social distance weren't that good at it. No. You know, we, yeah, we tried. We did okay. Yes. Wasn't that? No, we did all right. We did all right. Um, I didn't touch anybody. You probably got touched though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm most looking forward to doing a road trip. Like I miss... Mm. You know, I think we were planning on doing some different trips and different things like so just traveling. I don't necessarily miss work travel that much, but the idea of a family road trip sounds so fun. But being able to actually do it and stop somewhere, stop at a gas station, go to the bathroom and, you know. And not be afraid for your life. Yeah, all those things. So what about you, Amy? I am excited about getting together with friends and I really can't wait to get back to church like to have our church meet but i i really don't think that's going to happen for quite a long time but um yeah i'm missing that part community yeah Yeah. that unity community kind of aspect yeah i'm 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 not one to want to break a lot of rules but i mean we might have to break the rules a little bit to connect with you guys i don't know we're we're down we'll drink some clorox and get together (laughs) hydro I joke Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. Just kidding, kids. Don't do that. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, hey, this has been nice, though, to get to hang out at least a little bit. I know. So no. good. And bring our hopefully lovely the, ladies in. Hopefully the Sri Lankans out there will enjoy our conversation. Yes. It Sri Lankans. Thank we you. We should look up some Sri Lankan food. Yeah, we need to. Let me look up some phrases here. Well, I mean, let's just say, let's just see. We'll see if we, if we start going back up the charts for Sri Lanka, if they show us they're really into it, then we will, we will give back and, and really, you know, try to try sure. to connect and do some Sri Lankan things. Um, well, Amy and Courtney, thank you for being our very special guests on our, Thanks. on our show. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having us. It's fun. Did you enjoy it, Courtney? About time. <laughs> <laughs> About time. I uh, hope you recorded this one, Corey, cause you know. Yeah, it's it is recording. Yes, we got it. It's gonna be good to go. I, <laughs> not screwing it up again. Don't worry. Um, yes, Colin, you're making a face before I close. Yeah, out. here, let me show you. This is this is how you say thanks for listening in uh, Sinhala. Um, I can't read that. Do the what? little audio. Yeah, play it. Yeah, go for it, Cor- go for it, Colin. How Did you hear that, Corey? No. Oh, it it sounds like thanks for listening. Say it. <laughs> okay, I'll we'll have to I'll look it up On, and play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll you, do that then another time. I didn't get All right, it. Corey, hey. it was so good to hear from you. So good to hear from and you, Courtney. Uh, Courtney, Amy, Colin, I love you all. Mm, I love you guys. Love too. you too. Yep, love you guys too. We all really do love each other. We mm. do. And you guys are really interesting, but Colin and I, we are the most uninteresting men in the in world. In the world. <laughs> it did not line up. It lined up to you, I think. It lined up for me. That was awesome. <laughs> that was so perfect. Every time.